This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, we're in Parashas Mishpatim here. And the piece is in the Sefer, it's Amud Kupsamachei. It's a continuation of Rabbeinu Bechaya about Kshafim vis-a-vis um, Kodesh. In other words, the first pshat had an element, a description of um, Kishuv as sort of being at loggerheads with Kedusha, Kochus and so on. And we spoke about it last time. Now there's been a Chanel that he brings <coughs> that argues. Avul Dasim and Chanel Zal Bepirush and Shafan Hedrin Makhishin, he says, Nirinkil Makhishin. They appear to deny. And he says, Rabbi Chai explains that that Kshaf and magic has only the range of activities that Akarish Baruch gave it. And he brings up Hanina, who told the woman Enod Molvado. Um, so that Rabbi Hanina said, magic does not have uh, universal powers. And the Gemara answers, well, that's only Rabbi Hanina who had great schusim. So the Melchanal says that it is something, therefore, that the Gemara's Territ is not, um, that's not the Maskana of the Gemara, and at the end of the day, there is nothing in Kishuv that could be Makhish Shomala, that could deny Pamal Shomala. So Rabbein Hanal, or Rabbein Bechai, in Rabbein Hanal, asks him, Tishal, Ki v'shein nekshafim pulal v'mokshachroch goizeh, so, if we understand Kishav as being an alternate power of sorts, we understand that it's um, something which is terribly sir. It's kind of similar to what is there in some ways. But if you're telling me that it's all divinely ordained, and the Kodesh gave them certain powers and so on, why are you Chayev Misa? So he says, Vatam, the reason is because he's being over on the Xerah to do that which he's not supposed to. And now he says it's just like if somebody is over on Xerah Misa, certainly if you're over on Xerah I can't for himself. So this is all a quote from Merchanano. Now, um, and, and then he adds that the reason why the Pasik now have to speak about it. It, does, it doesn't really, really fit into the framework of Pashen Shpatim. Shpatim all deals with civil law. He says because Kali is very used to this, to Kishuv, in Mitzrayim that was full of Kishuv, and it was something which people would make a mistake and they would continue. Therefore, um, they, they, um, the, the Pasik had to come, come around and answer it. Yes. Really, I'm, not, I'm a little bit confused. I mean, on the one hand, the Rabbeinu Hananel seems to be saying that Kshafim is only what Hashem would be go there to allow it to happen, and then he's saying right. that you're Chayev because you're going against what Hashem right. would go there. Well, let's let's take a second look. Let's think a bit about the the um, what he says over here because it's not as simple as it sounds. It's problematic. There is a Rambam Shita, which is, we don't have it here, but we will have it later on in Purim. Shaitim where he speaks about Kishuf and describes Kishuf as being simply an illusion. 
and it's a and it's a, it's, it's a total sheker, and it's something which allows um, allows for various um, mistakes to be perpetrated through this illusion. So that's that's a that's a simple sheet to understand that way. Rechanel says no, it actually works. On the other hand, it's not actually alternative koach. What's very hard to understand is, did Rabbi Nechanel think that there are shittas, even the one who holds makchishim pamayashal maila, did he think that there actually is another koach? I mean, that, that, that would be Abu Zara. I mean, it, 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 it always has to be that it's HaKadosh Baruch who made two types of um, two ways of dealing with the Bria, one through Teva, one through Kishuv, both of them God created. God wanted Teva, God did not want Kishuv. So why is it... So everyone has to admit to that. It's impossible. It's Machlok in Gemara. The Gemara says, Makhishim Pamal Yashomala. And Reb says, you know, that he, he was above that. So, did Rabbi Zara understand that there were shikas that held that it actually was another koach outside of a Baruch frame reference? I don't know. It's, that's a very hard piece to understand. I don't, I don't, I mean, if, if somebody holds, if Rabbi Nechananel feels that someone holds like that, that person is not be basically. He's, he's positing that there's another force in the Bible besides the Kodesh Baruch Hu. On the other hand, um, once once we say he asks, so why is it why is it um, so bad? Um, and he says it's because the Kodesh Baruch Hu was gozer. Well, so that means basically it's like uh, any other chok. No real rhyme or reason behind why it's bad. Just because Baruch Hu doesn't want it. And uh, so we're losing out a, a whole level of explanation as to why it's bad. Without Rabbi Nechanal, the way the previous Yishonim learned it, the understanding is, HaKadosh Baruch certainly created it, but it's something that the, the, the entire framework appears to be outside of HaKadosh Baruch realm. You use all sorts of kogos of Tumah, which on the surface level to us, seem to be an alternative. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is tov, that anything to do with Ra is non HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore anything we do that involves Ra is, is um, sort of a um, anti-HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So, so the illusion of it is an illusion of anti-HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Makhishim HaMashmael is nearer. So that would seem to be the husband. That's sort of what he begins saying. But then he says, well, why doesn't he say it's like a Vodazara? When a person eats Chaza, he doesn't, it doesn't appear to present an alternative to Kashbarku, just eating Chaza. He's, you know, he's hungry or he doesn't care for it. But when a person worships a Vodazara, and similarly when a person does Kishav, a person is presenting an alternative to Kashbarku, which is Kvira. That seems to be the, the Mahalach, and the Rabbin Hanal is very hard to understand. Um, his kasha, as if some others hold that it actually is Makrishma Shamala, um, and the terrorists uh, where it's because the was goes. Those are the things that are difficult to understand. I don't have a resolution of it. I want to add one more point. Um, it says the Makrishan Pamalya Shamala. The Pamalya Shamala could be a type of um, metaphor for Kadesh Baruch Hu, 
Pramal could also mean the Hanhaga of Malachim. Akash Baruch has a certain Hanhaga of Toiv and Ram, Malachim. A Kishuf presents an alternative to that. That, you know, there's the system, and then there is the gray area system. It's just like you can get something done legally, and you can get it done underhandedly. You're getting the same thing done, but you're going through a different system. So, um, you know, you can pass a driving test by doing the test and doing well. You can pass a driving test by something like a few dollars, and you get the same sheet of paper, the same license. So at the end of the day, you both have licenses, but you got to do various different ways. The Pamalius Shomayla might well be referring to the, the structure that Karishpoku wants in place for, for interacting with the Bria, and you are substituting something else. But be it as it may, Rene Khalasit is a little hard to understand um, <coughs> what he felt others held. What, did he actually entertain the thought that someone held me as literally Makrishan? And secondly, um, this is sitting over here of, of um, you know, if it's, uh, what is, why is it especially so bad? The fact that the Evan Zerah Kadesh was true about a mitzvah if you don't eat matz on Pesach, you're, you're being Evan Zerah Kadesh Okay, the next one is the mitzvah of halva in Kesef Talvas Ami. Um, so the Chinuch says, Shorosh HaMitzvah, Shorotz HaKelius Bruov Melumadim Umorgolam B'Midas HaChetzer Rachmi. Because Baruch Hu wants people to, to, to be Bali Chesed. Ki midem shabachas. Mitaych hech shagufam b'midas ha-tovos yirun l'kabolos ha-tova. K'meshamanu shechalos ha-tova brochal olam ala tov lo-beth feichel. U'beheitev Hashem Yisbaruch le-tovim yushlam chepzo shechafetz lahitev lo-olam. So Chinuch says it three points in one sentence. One, the nature of the schar that Kadosh wants to give us is called tov. And to be able to be makabel tov, you need to be a tov. And when we have that, Kadosh Baruch Hu's rotsom is mismale because Kadosh Baruch Hu wants to be made it. These are three separate points. Um, let's go point by point. If I were to tell you, let, let's, let's take two children. One child grew up in a very warm and caring and loving family. His parents expressed their love to him, sibling, as much as sibling can, and friends and neighbors. So um, that person has a sense of what it is to be loved, the special feeling of warmth, of, 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 of a cash with another person, of a bond, all of these things are built into the person. When I now go to this person, let's say he's a chavrusa of mine, and I give him a gift for having learned, for having had like a wonderful zman together, we really learned well, and I give him something. So the person gets the gift, let's say the set of svarim, or I, whatever tzatzka I give, and he's also capable of receiving the feelings of warmth and love and the sense of the self that comes along with giving a gift. On the other hand, imagine a child who grows up as a foundling and in a, in a very cold environment, um, no love, no care, 
nothing like that. So he hasn't developed in himself any sense of ever receiving love or things like that. When you give him a gift, he might appreciate the gift itself as such. Well, I now have, I own something I didn't own before. I own an iPad or whatever it is. And um, they, th- and that's, and that, that he can appreciate because he, he does have the sense of owning things. But the sense of, of the love that I give and I'm expressing by giving the gift is, he, he has no, he has no way to, to receive that because there's nothing. There's no kibble in himself to be macabulous. Um, You know, you see sometimes people have this background, and they're very when somebody makes a personal gesture, they're very uncomfortable because they've never dealt with it, and they just don't have any way or any mature way of of accepting something like that because they just don't have the cash to it. The um, the sense of so. Akadosh Baruch Hu's schar is not a thing that he gives. It's the nena miziva shchina, and the 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 um, substance of that is tov. I know it's an abstract word, but at least we have some muscle to go back. And a person who's not tov doesn't have an appreciation for it, unless the person has appreciation for kedusha, a sefer Torah, tefillin. Don't have much meaning. Kedusha, so so when a per, since Hakadosh Baruch Hu's the, the the description of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's mohus is tov, so a person who is a tov can someday be nene from that tov, and um, if not, he doesn't have it. So Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave us many many mitzvahs to build tov in us, so that we could possibly receive that schar. And the final l- loop in that is that. We, Akash um, Baruch Hu wants to be mative. Uh, it is Midarko of the Tov to be mative. You either find it in Sulas Sharma, you can find it in Ramchalo, you can find it in Song Ishwaki Song, but uh, it's a, it, the, the, there's the Derek of the Tov is Lahitiv. And therefore, Akash Baruch Hu, there's a saying, a saying Baruch Hu wants us to get Schar in Gan Eden, so if when a person gets Schar, he's doing Rabs and Hashem. The deeper, a little deeper knech is Akadosh Baruch Hu. The schar is Akadosh Baruch Hu. The schar is the the nenem zivashchina, which is a kesher with shchina, and therefore that is Akadosh Baruch Hu's rotten. So it, it's 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 a bond that sort of clicks in in itself in many ways. Another point where Akadosh Baruch Hu wants us to give charity. So Shiratza Karish Baruch Hu I'm sorry, we skipped seventy four. Mm-hmm. It says Nimlamitsat Sharashev, not for that. Hashbrook wants us to be good. Haloihu Baruch Hu um Yaspik La Oni Daymach Sarazula Seno. He could feed on him. I say Mahasbahu Shana Seno Shluchim Lalus Kuseno. Akarish Baruch Hu made a shluchim to do to do his job and so on. But Oita Machabidava. And it's a big um it's a very <laughs> It's something that should guide us in giving tzedakah. Uh, and, you know, most, most of us, the problem is not how much we give, the how much is dictated by our finances, and, you know, miser, maybe a homish, fortunately, very few of us are, are really in a league where we can give 
boundless amounts, but the um, the the ability to give so much, but the the the, the for a lot of us is the irritation factor, you know, the 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 third set of four mishalachim knocking on the door, uh, the middle of the supper, the um, the irritating mishalach. Um, someone told me <laughs> he was he lives in Lawrence. And, you know, like it says by Noah, like he sent out the Yonah, he sent out the Arif to see if it's dry or not. He said the first sign that the flood had somewhat receded was two days later, three Mishlochim appeared in Lawrence. And people were very, very annoyed and upset and angry. You know, they definitely, it's definitely to be understood. But on the other hand, a, a person needs to see, you know, the, the Akarish Baruch who has put me in this position because he wants me to be a mate. sometimes uses anius to to be mezachich a person. One is the kabbalas abayshes masha kigiloi. You know, to 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 have the humiliation of of having to receive mizonos from somebody else, or but since mizonos and whatever you get from others is never um, never enough. Okin is a shemag is a kaseno heishiv chachmech chachamenu nechas asol to gemara. Yes, and for Kadosh Baruch who loves aniim, why doesn't he finish them and so on? He said this is this is the answer to it. Akapanim he says these two things. I want to add another thing. The doesn't say it here. I just want to add something about the mitzvah of halva lani. Halva is stressed more strongly, in a sense, than staka, in the fact that you can't, we'll see it's written first in the Torah, and so on. The, it's written separately. One would think that it's a kavachomer. Well, if we have to give staka, well, certainly it's much easier to give money, to lend money, and so on. Um, the, the, the answer, I think, is as follows. There's a vote from Isaac Sher used to say um, that people don't mind giving tzedakah as long as the other person knows that I gave him the tzedakah. In other words, giving tzedakah, it, I have to part with my money, but the sense that it's me that gave it to you um, remains. And it's also buying something in a sense, and uh, I, I get a certain sense of satisfaction, of superiority, etc. When I lend somebody money to open a business, I lend them $100,000, the person keeps it for a year or two, the business develops, the person is now well-to-do on his own, gave me back the money. The sense that I gave it to him, yes, I gave him a loan, I have much less of a sense of that. So on the one hand, the person feels much better himself. The, the one who got the loan, I mean, he's now sitting his own feet and so on. It's also, I gave the money, I, I lost the money for two years, I couldn't use it, but now I'm, uh, you know, it, 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 now I feel good about it. That's the, that is the mahalach um, of what maybe why halva has a chshivistit over um, tzedakah. Ready? Yes. Um, how does the reasoning of the chinuch here? How does that play into giving to local Jews versus to Jews who are not nearby versus giving to non-Jews and the like? It's it the whole it point doesn't. Be a, um, a, a so, 
I mean, I guess the, the question, when we get to Sarhal to Salim, that's where we should go into it. But just to talk about it, there's two things. First of all, um, it is something which a lot of times it's harder because your own people are sort of frustrating and so on. But there's a deep in the Kuren, I think that that goes to, to a lot to, to the heart of it. When you give, when your child is a grown-up and he needs money, wants money, asks you, you grumble because at the end of the day he's taken it from you, Betera's responsibility, that you're responsible to give it to him, rather than Betera's, um, than Betera's, uh, that you're doing him a favor. If people that are close to you, there's the sense of entitlement that gets on your nerves. You, have, you can't say, well, I helped my brother, I gave him a lot of stucker, and everyone says, well, it's your brother, of course you should. Um, it's a higher dagger when I'm giving something I don't have to give, but I'm giving it out of a sense of responsibility and so on. Okay. Um, it's the same reason people, for instance, somebody wants to be mocked. There are people that are such nice, wonderful people, but at home, to their spouse, they're very difficult. And you know, one is that there's a difference between doing something constantly and doing something, um, you know, at random times when I feel like doing it. There's also a difference, obviously, because there's a bilateral relationship. So my giving to my spouse is also affected by the reciprocity. But more than anything else is, at home, you, the sense is you have to be a mensch. To others, you are a tzaddik if you're a mensch. And then, so when you're a tzaddik, this is a compensation um, when, when, it's bec- when it's okay. You have to do Of course, you have to not lose your temper. So that's, a, that, that's much harder, I think. Okay, the next pasuk is You shouldn't curse a shofate or a king, a nasi of source. Um, the Ratsanim say that there are three Madregas. The your brother your friend that says Bahaptala Echa Kamaicha. You can you can be expected to love a friend. Um a brother that says like You can't be expected to love a brother, but at best you can't hate him. A a judge, a king, a judge, somebody in authority, you can't be expected not to hate, but at least don't curse him. Um, but it, it's Shalol Kalos that the Chinuch explains. Shalol Kalos and Nasi Shneva Venasam Chosar, and Nasi says means a king, a Rosh Sanhedrin. In other words, these are um, the, the two authorities in Klal whether Malchus or Torah. Mishrash Mitzvah, the root of the Mitzvah. Lefishi Efshel Yishub Ni Adam. You cannot have a society without having somebody on head, on top. People think differently. They'll never agree on any one thing. Society will disintegrate if there's any, if there's anarchy, because people are really not. I don't agree. And you can't have agreement, and therefore society will not exist. 
You have to accept someone's das as the final arbiter. Sometimes the person's direction, guidance might be good, sometimes not. But he says, This is much better than just anarchy, shagur and bitulgama. This is and so this is a, a, an incredible point that unfortunately we are too eager to disavow ourselves from. Um, I, I guess in Israel, for instance, you have all sorts of rabbanim saying that they should disobey armies. The armies, they, you know, when the army says to evacuate this, don't do that, don't do this, don't that. Um, they don't. I think people don't realize enough the fire that you're, that you're fighting with when you preach anarchy because um, anarchy, if you just look at countries that don't have a government or a highly effective government and it's a, it's a light nightmare and, you know, I, I don't want to be cynical but if you have a government running it even if they're bad at least you know what to expect and you know you, you could choose to, to, to be safe if it's an anarchy, you don't know because every faction has its own thing. Um, actus means you need to pick leadership. You need, obviously, to pick leadership that is honest and that is the, the best quality you can find. But then you have to go with it, right or wrong. You can, um, you can debate the question. You can try to, to lobby that thing that's very legitimate. But once it's in place, the, the cost of, of disruption, of, of um, you know, disregarding, is, is, is a collapse of the fabric of society. And even if it's not talking about society, if it's a party, if it's people to go people, it's something very, very, um, it, it's something very important to remember that no matter, you know, it, 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 it should take a long, long, <laughs> Prisoners take a long, long look at where he's going with it. I was tell over um, a story that someone told me. The, um, th- there was a boy in in Lakewood, Nechida, that came one Sunday morning, came to Nechida, and he told the rabbi in class, my father said that you got the Pshat the Medrash wrong, that's not the Pshat the Medrash. Now, I don't know who was writing Pshat the Medrash, but all I know is that the father just destroyed class, destroyed the, the Rebbe, destroyed his kid's ability to have a learn. Because if, he, if, you, if you undermine authority, as, so maybe, maybe the father's right on the Medrash. I, I don't know what the Medrash is. I couldn't say. But he, he's so wrong in the big picture. The um, Chain Hala. The Umen Acha Shememuna since this person is, 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 is the one who has that job and that duty, we need not to make light of his covenant. Not to curse him. This, if you if you make light of the person, becomes very easy to just disregard him. 
Um, because as a person builds in himself a bad habit, at the end of it, he does it. And arguing on it will will create um, a terrible hefsit. My, um, I, I remember uh, Rabbi Falshman Levitz, Rabbi Chaim Levitz's son, told me that he was a young boy in Shanghai. He was at that time Rabbi Chaim Levitz's only son. He was Rabbi Chaim Levitz's pride and joy, also when he got older. And he had, he remembered a vivid scene where Rabbi Chaim, he was a, he was a young boy, I guess 10 or 11. Rabbi Chaim had hired a malamid to teach him there. And the Malamed was teaching him. It was on the same table. You know, there was, there was a small room with one table. Rabbi Chaim was sitting at one end of learning. And the Malamed was teaching his son, Rabbi Fall. Um, and Rabbi Fall asked his Malamed the following question. If a Shoel, who is so, who's, who, who the Torah was so strict with, the uh, halacha is that a Shoel who takes an animal and uses it, and it's meisamach malachtoi. It dies because in, in regular in the use that you're supposed to use it, you're potter. It's the only, almost the only instance that a shoal is potter. So he asked him, "What will be by shomachina?" So his malamed answered him, "My dear son, it's a simple kavachomer. If a shoal who is so who who is so chomer." Is Potter certainly a Shomachinim? Now, the answer is nonsense, because a Shomachinim is not supposed to use the object, and if he uses the object, he's a lot more Chayim. Rabbi Fall, when he said over the story, he said, you know, he was young, didn't understand, but he saw in his father that his father looked like he was ready to explode. And Abhaim Shlavitz had a temper, he was very, very emotional, and he could explode. And Abhaim held himself in. And didn't say a word. Um, Rabbi Fall had had an understanding of the story it had to do with this person's need to be a malamid and so on and so forth. I also think that it was Abhaim's point that okay, this is one particular narishkeit, but but if I let loose a malamid and I dis- destroy him, then my kid has no malamid. You know, this malamid does 95% a good job. Yes, this thing is an absurdity. It's not smart enough to, to, to hop it. But, but, but the price that I pay for it, I mean, people are so eager to call for disobeying government because, you know, this, that, the other thing, the, the understanding of the price you pay for it in the long run, and that's why you're not supposed to say things bad about leadership because you're undermining it. It's not that leaders are perfect, it's not that they're great, but you're undermining something and then you're destroying society itself. Yeah. So really, what would be, I mean, is there a fine line here between criticism versus no, so, uh, so versus uh, so, yes, uh, not following? Uh, a, a person can, it, 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 well, a person can approach authority and try to present this case, or a person has to reach a conclusion, you know, I think we need to start thinking of switching leadership. There's also a decision like that. But 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 understand that, that the the constant um and there's also a difference say, you know, there may be other approaches, you know, um so on, but w- when there's a constant refrain and it's very negative, then you create all these issues. 
It's not Pashat. Okay, we'll hold it here.